St. Pete. This is a podcast about all things St. Pete, hosted by the one and only St. Pete is Super Cool. As always, this is Sudabe, and today I am with Alejandro, owner of D Gallery, Matt from Pixel Sticks, and the one and only iBombs. How are you guys today? Doing wonderful, thank you. Pretty good. Pretty I'm good. super excited that one, we finally got you on the podcast, and two, that you had another iBomb show. <laughs> yes. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. So let's talk to you first, Alejandro, and let's talk about like how did you get started in galleries and like how did D Gallery come to be? Well, uh, I'm actually a third, gener- third generation gallery owner in my family. So I started with my grandmother, then also an uncle, and then now me. Uh, before I opened this one seven years ago, I worked in my uncle's art gallery for a couple of years. And while working with him, it's how we came up with the concept of this one. So my uncle's art gallery, it's a little bit more involved into blue ship style of art. Okay. So it's more on like the high end sections. So you find more of like, also he deals more with like uh, old masters, impressionism, and he does have some modern arts, but we're talking of like more established, recognized artists. And while I was working over there, it's when I came up the concept of having an art gallery where art can be a little bit more approachable, where mm-hmm. art can be for the collectors or people who wants to start into collecting art, but they can't necessarily afford a $250,000 plus artwork, where people don't rather have an original one-of-a-kind artwork in their home instead of having a reproduction that you can find everywhere else. So we came up with a concept of the gallery, somewhere where art cannot necessarily be afraid, and art gallery cannot necessarily be a scary place to walk into. I love that because like art galleries can kind of be like this very like stuffy I'll I'll use that word place where like again like someone like myself like I'm only 29 I definitely can't afford a $250,000 piece of art but like I probably could afford something in one of your shows. Yes you absolutely could and that was the whole concept of what we wanted from the beginning. We wanted to make break a little bit the stereotype of your typical art gallery Mm -hmm. of being so formal, so scary, that you're kind of like scared to look or even ask a question. Mm -hmm. So we try to make the art gallery like not only price-wise approachable, but then at the same time, the type of service that we provide, it's a little bit more on a friendly kind. Like you are dealing with just me, uh, like the average Joe, I guess. I love it. And so then what does like D gallery stand for? Like what does that D stand for? D stands for diversity. So we work with about 50 different artists uh, all the way around. We have artists from South America, from Australia, from around Europe, around the US, as well as Tampa Bay. Uh, we do believe in the value of art speaking for itself and talent really doesn't discriminate on you have to be a certain religion a certain ethnicity a certain skin color in order to be uh, for example like ibom super talented you know you can be anybody really and still have an amazing talent so we absolutely welcome any kind of like sort of uh, talent in the artwork 
Wonderful. And then how has it been like working with iBombs and having him in your gallery, not only as solo shows, but in, you know, your just regular showcases that you have, you know, you've been working with him since the very beginning. How has that been? Well, we've been working out together for about three years, I'll say. Pushing forward. Yeah, yeah, probably somewhere between three or four years. Um, I'll say it's been amazing relationship. And and we started doing the solo shows with iBombs uh, last year. So last mm -hmm. year we had the first iBombs solo. This year we, we just had a couple of days ago this second solo year. And our goal is to exactly make it into a yearly event. So people can always kind of like also expect to it like, oh, when it's iBombs solo show at the gallery. So you guys are like, in a sense, his solo show is like a yearly event here at the gallery. Yeah, exactly. Like we'll do combined shows with uh -huh. with other artists like mm -hmm. iBombs and anybody else, like yeah. because it might be like a theme show, mm -hmm. you know. So of course, Jabari iBombs will also be involved into it, but iBombs solo we do once a year, so that way we don't also overdo it. How does that like make you feel though that like a gallery wants you to have a solo show every like single year? It's definitely an honor. Not a lot of artists in the area get to have that opportunity or just no. that guaranteed place of showing. So yeah. it's, pretty, it's pretty dope. And a place that you know like your art will sell. Like I'm looking around right now and there's a lot of red dots. Yeah. You know, so like it's it's a guaranteed place for also like in a sense you as as an artist, a young artist too. Mm to make money exactly yeah how does it like feel too for you to be like one of like the hottest artists in the st pete area especially being so young because you're only like what 22 23 23 23, 23. okay <laughs> and and you really are one of the hottest artists in st pete right now thank you it's um it feels really it feels really good because like a lot of the i guess you say like the ogs in the area they they respect the artwork mm -hmm. it's nothing where it feels like I'm forcing my way through the door, it definitely was accepted with open arms. So it's um, it's just been a natural, a natural progression. Yeah, almost like it was meant to be. Yeah, this is like the route that you're supposed to be going in. Yeah. And I, like, I remember talking to you, um, you know, like the day before your official opening, and you're like, you know, when I when I paint in a sense, and I asked you like, do you feel like this is healing in a sense ancestral wounds? And you're like, yeah, this is my ancestors telling me I'm on the right path. You know, and so it, it was very easy for you. You just blew up on the scene. Yeah, they, they, they tell me where to go. <laughs> you went viral and you stayed viral if you think about it. Because, hmm. like, if you like, think about it, like, I was first introduced to iBombs with your mural at Shine. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah. They gave you a huge wall. I wasn't expecting that the wall to be so big either. And then you just, you just, you haven't stopped since then. Mm. Like, if you really think about it, like, you went viral and then it just never stopped. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty, it's, it's interesting. It's just, um, gotta keep going. It's gotta keep going at yeah. all costs. Yeah. Gotta yeah. stay in the, in the forefront so people know that things are current. How do you, in a sense, like, deal with, like, blockages? Like, so when we talk about, like, writers, they get writer's block, mm -hmm. and obviously artists are gonna get blockages themselves too. Like, how do you handle and deal with that? Because you were, you were creating so much work. Mm -hmm. Like, just every day I see something from you. I would say the blockages normally come up when I don't have to create. So like if there's a necessity, so like getting ready for the showcase, there's a necessity of I have to get this done by a certain time. So there isn't any room for the 
the blockage to basically seep its little claws in. So normally after the showcase, when I don't really have much that I have to do, this is the time where I have to like go on vacation because like I can't get the right thoughts out because it's not urgent. So. Okay, so you work really well under pressure. Mm-hmm. That's really good for you as a gallery owner. You're going to be like, I'm always going to get something. The pressure is on. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should start doing two shows a year. It's like competition. Yeah, definitely. Oh, man. So then, are you originally from the St. Pete area? No. Uh, I'm originally from Venezuela. Okay. But I moved to St. Pete originally 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. So I went to college here. Okay. And I lived here for a while. Then I moved out. For a couple of years and I work in my uncle's art gallery and then when the gallery came up uh, moved back here seven years ago okay and then like why choose St. Pete as a home for your gallery versus um, where you were living before or maybe another city I know we're super cool but <laughs> well that actually it is one of the main reasons you know like I said I, I lived here uh, since 2002 uh, originally when I moved here and the whole for example like downtown area all of these parts of the city where we live now where we go every day you know that really didn't exist and for example I remember in college you would only come to downtown was for the movie theater and that's about it I was only allowed to you come know? downtown for the movie theater other than that my parents were like absolutely not that place is dangerous yeah exactly <laughs> it, it was and I saw I've been seeing throughout the years the progression of the city and I wanted to be a little bit involved in that and put my little like sand in it you know and that's why we decided to do the gallery here we saw there's potential we saw how also the locals and everybody lives here and everybody that's moving in here how they appreciate art and how they see it and how it's been welcoming like it's an industry that it's always just rising here instead of being like pushed to the side or plateau you know there's new artists always coming up there is also like all of the murals we see every time you drive around most likely every week you'll find a new mural yeah you know so we've seen the progress on all of that and we're like okay this is a city we want to be involved with you know plus also the whole sense of community that exists in San Pete it's just it can't be really necessarily compared with every other city uh, everybody here it's all about like helping each other it's about supporting each other it's about and it comes also from businesses you know mm-hmm. how businesses they're always helping each other to mm-hmm. try to coexist and get better you know yeah we like to say that um the local they people here aggressively support local like it's a different type Absolutely. of support like you do not mess with the locals like artists or like favorite businesses mm-hmm. like they're no it's, it's like a mafia it, yes thank, that's a good way to think about it a mafia <laughs> Like, it's a mafia of just, like, local consumers who are, like, if you encroach on anything that they love that's 100% local here, they have no problem, like, shedding blood. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. Which is great. Like, I don't ever, like, most people are, you're not going to find many locals who say, like, they want to leave their, like, they want to stay at their hometowns. I feel like the whole thing is, like, I want to go someplace else. And... I don't want to leave. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think anybody ever wants to leave. You know, I like I'm perfectly fine with staying here the rest of my life and raising a family here and doing all that stuff. So, 
you know, you hear that, lower those rent prices, I want to stay. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely agree with you. And uh, if you, I'm a good example, you know, of somebody who left and came back. Like, I, I first left for grad school, I moved to Orlando. I finished grad school and then I moved back here. I lived here for a few more years and then I moved to Miami. I worked in my uncle's art gallery and then I moved back here. So you, you always yeah. end up coming back or wanting to come back. Yeah. And I was lucky enough to have the opportunity to come back. Yeah, yeah. And you were born and raised in St. Pete, correct? Yeah. Okay, that's, I, that's what I thought. You were like a homegrown um, yeah. local. What is it like for you to like, being living here and seeing St. Pete like not be this super cool art place that it is now, and then being 22, almost 23, and like this is a thriving art community that's also like really helped jumpstart your art career. It was um, it was almost like easing into the water because like when I was a little bit younger, it's like I I remember downtown, but I was still almost not allowed to leave my street, so I still I had my my own little world going on. So like as I gotten older, as I've gotten older, it's just it it's starting to grow with me. So it doesn't feel like I'm I'm so much out of place. Um, it definitely puts me at odds with some people because I'm just like this is my home. I don't really see anything wrong with it because it just elevated with me. So it's just. Yeah. What do you have to say to the haters that are hating on your home? <laughs> I mean, they don't have to live here. Exactly. The, the, the sun's gonna get hotter. Let's just let's just say it like that. It's gonna get hotter. This has been a hot summer. Yeah, it has been. This has been a really rough summer. Yeah. Like, I mean, you like, thankfully you get to work in the AC. Like, you don't have to be, you know, they have to come to you. They have to bring their art to you. Yeah, I mean, it's an <laughs> AC unit. Yeah, yeah. Like, seriously, like, I can only imagine, like, how was it, like, toting, like, in, like, this last exhibit in mm. here? Um, Alejandro helped a lot with that. With his, um, coming in as I was finishing the pieces and loading them up and then taking them to the gallery so I could have more space to do more pieces. Aww, mm. that's sweet. Because the, the thing is like the way how I've always approached this, it's that the art gallery and the artists, they need to have a partnership, you know? Mm -hmm. The more that the artists, in this case, albums uh, can succeed, the more we can succeed, the more we can succeed, yeah. the more that albums can succeed. And that goes moving forward with every other artist. So I always try to look at it as a complete partnership, you know, about how can I help you so we can do more, you know. So it doesn't matter what it is. If it's like I have to do 50 trips to go to his studio to help him get everything. If we need to rent, we've even rented U-Hauls together oh, to, like, wow. to like, because we had last year we had to like ship an artwork and it was in a massive wood crate so we rented a u-haul we went we picked that up the crate and then we shipped it so we have no problem getting getting our hands dirty if we have to so you're thir a third generation like art gallery yeah. owner so you've obviously th said i think you said your uncle and your father my grandmother your, okay your grandmother like in the art industry and like seeing what they do on a regular basis what, in a sense, was your biggest takeaway from seeing them that you wanted to put into this gallery? Love for what you do and the passion for art. Okay. Really, you know, uh, I always say, can't complain really about my job, quote unquote. Uh, I have probably one of the best jobs in the world. I get just to like be surrounded with art, beautiful art, and talented yeah. artists my entire life and every day 
when I work here. So one of the things that I saw, it's, you know, it's about the passion for art. You know, it's about looking at it, it's about understanding art, it's about creating a feeling and a connection for the art pieces. Are you an artist? Oh, no. <laughs> far, far away from that. Like have I you always ever say, like, tried, though? Yes, I have tried, and trust me, we don't want to no. go there. No. I, I, I always joke around, my artistic abilities, I go as high as drawing stick figures. Aww. You know, <laughs> and the stick houses, and that's about it, and probably repetitive, the same stick figure in the same <laughs> stick house. I can't move forward from that. Uh, but, you know, the, there is the people who, for example, like Ibans, who are very talented, and they can do amazing art pieces, you know. And then there's other people like me who just appreciate art and understand it and just love to be surrounded with it, you yeah. know. So I'm one of those ones. I mean, we need, we need both. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I think too, as a gallery owner, it's in a sense almost better for you to be that person who just really appreciates it because I I feel like sometimes when you are also an artist and you and you want to cre create and you're running a gallery and you're trying it might be too much yeah you know it's just like there's so much going on in the in your head because it's not it's not easy running an art gallery it's like it's I think people have that misconception that oh my god it's such an easy job and it's 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 not yeah no it, it definitely it's not it's uh just like everything else, you know, it's time consuming and it's work, but if you love what you're doing, you know, it's not a, shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. And, but yeah, running the day-to-day -day art gallery, it is a lot of work because, for example, here, the gallery, it's where it's a family-run business, it's mainly just me. So where you see our website, uh, when you come here, anything, it's always me. Mm -hmm. I'm the one who takes the photo, I edit the photos, I do the website, which I have no clue how to do a website before I open this. This is not, had nothing to do with what I study. And then yet at the same time, I'm the one here, always sitting every single day. I'm the one that talks with the clients. I'm the one that delivers the artworks to the client. And if we're shipping an artwork, I'm the one who's packing it, who's creating it, who's shipping it. So multitasking for me at all yes. times yes so then what separates d gallery from other galleries like in the area or even let's just say in like in the state of florida uh, well it's it's kind of confusing a little bit, difficult to answer that because i the way how i see it it's we all coexist with each other, we all work together. And every art gallery is different in their sense of like what art they have in display. I can only speak about art for the gallery and I'll say we always, one of the things we've always done is that we try to look for very unique art, for very unique styles, you know, and we focus on everything that we bring to Tampa Bay, if it's from an artist from out of town, you know, it's something that you really can't find anywhere else around. We try to have also a lot of colors, you know. So we try to be like, if you want something specifically very colorful, come here. But if you're also looking for something, you're coming here, you 
come to visit us. Um, not necessarily we have something for your style. We have no problem at all also recommending you to like another art gallery to, or giving you a suggestion of to what art gallery you could go. You could go and visit. As a matter of fact, right next to us, you have articles. Mm -hmm. An art gallery run by Leslie Grant that has been here forever, you know? And you would think most of the people that would say like, well, two art galleries right next to each other, how does that work? Well, it works pretty well for us because even though we both are in the same industry, we don't necessarily compete with each other. We just complement each other, you know? So we're always kind of like somebody comes here, we tell them like, oh, hey, you should visit next door art articles or vice versa. They get somebody over there, they'll be like, oh, go next door to the gallery. You can find it over there. I love that. Because I, I say this a lot in like a lot of our podcasts, especially talking to like businesses, is that capitalism, I feel like sometimes creates that divide where it's like, no, I want the sale. I don't want to send them someplace else. But you do find that in St. Pete that the businesses are A-okay with if they cannot provide you with something, my friends down there can Exactly, absolutely. That. And it goes back with what we were saying earlier mm -hmm. about how Stampede, it's all about like helping each other, yeah. you know, and we absolutely believe in in that, you know, it's, it's a big city, it's a big state, it's a big country, it's a big world, you yeah. know, so you don't have to be the only one, you can coexist with helping each other. Plus, it's a lot easier to do more things uh, in groups if everybody's helping each other than if you try to do things all by yourself. Yeah. Do you feel like that benefits you as an artist in the area that the galleries are more than happy to work and coexist with each other instead of, in a sense, not want to? I know that's a really good question. Ask it again. So, like, do you think, like, you know, he was saying that the galleries, they are not really, they don't really, like, fight with each other about the artists that they're going to have in there or what they're offering. Mm. Um, they're more than happy to, like, coexist and, and help each other out. Do you feel like that benefits you more as an artist? Um, yeah, I would say on the, as an artist, for sure, because it's, like, I say, like, the factory. I still show over at the factory yeah. with Kara sometimes, so it's just, it moves you around. So it's not like what you're saying. So it's not just completely saturated. Mm -hmm. So definitely because it's as less feuds as possible in the city is the best. Yes. So. Yes. We don't want any feuding in the city. Hi, Matt. Hey. How going? are you? I'm doing well. Okay. We're going to move to you now a well, little bit. First, I want to know if we've had a proper explanation of Jabari's white polar bears on his shorts because those are kind of amazing. What's up with my shorts? <laughs> 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 well, you look kind of fancy too. We love the like whole Hawaiian yeah. shirt vibe. I feel like that's a very dad thing yeah, to like the Hawaiian yeah. shirts, which is I love it. You know, if I ever have kids, he better only be wearing Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> yeah, man, they're always half off at you know Ross on Perfect. July, so you know it works for me. Exactly. So, how does it feel having the Pixel Sticks? technology in um, this, the newest iBomb show? Mm. Um, we were, a, well, you know, I met Jabari when he was working on the piece with mm -hmm. uh, Donnelly yes. right, at the League of Women's Voter. Uh, what was the name of that? Do you know the name of that park? Um, Enoch Davison. Enoch Davison, yeah, yeah. And, um, and I think it was probably, was that your first large piece? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was teaching me how to use the spray cans on that yeah. one. 
Um, so we met back then, mm -hmm. and we actually have, Jabari was the very first mural that we ever put our technology oh, into. Oh, wow, okay. Right, so I remember kind of hanging out with you, and we had done a thing, and I was like, and I had, we had tried to put the technology into one of Derek's murals down by the postcard end by the beach, mm -hmm. and it didn't really work that well. So when I got permission from Jabari to try some of this tech in your piece, we're like, well, let's try something new. So we did this thing where we embedded it, and then he could paint over it, and it actually worked out pretty good. Okay. So we kind of got to know each other a little bit then, um, during that piece, and and then I met Alejandro during Derail, which he had during Shine of 2021. That was a really great show, by the way. Mm, I just that, that was so much fun. Yeah, I, I thought it was awesome too. Yeah. Um, I was I was kind of amazed at just like. Just like just that, like the theme of just all those freight cars, yeah. all those pieces, you know. It's very, it's it's very street art. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what that's what I think really kind of inspired me the most about Alejandro is that like, so I walk into this. I wouldn't call it nondescript. It's just kind of like a a, a minimalist, beautiful kind of like yeah, clean space. Yeah. But then inside of it, you clearly were like. Oh, street art! Like we're here to capture this different vibe here in St. Pete. Like it's not like you know, sand dollars and seashells and forward art. Like we're here's some freaking freight cars, yeah. And here are you know tags by people that I know here in the community that are street artists. Like you had a Tasco piece in here, right? Yeah. Tasco, yeah. you had Aurelius, you had eye bombs. Like like there, that was a new vibe inside an art gallery space. Yeah, I agree. You know? One that I was like, oh, that's energy, and that's that's something that I'd like to be involved in or aligns well with kind of where our yeah. our um, work has been in St. Petersburg. So um, fast forward many, many months and Alejandro reached out to us and said, you know, would you like to be involved and help us activate things? And you know, we've been working for the past year on a whole new version of the technology specifically for art gallery spaces. Okay. So it really kind of just lined up kind of perfectly where we're like, you know, yes, and then on top of that, like, yes, right? Um, so yeah, it feels really great. Like, it's just, it's, 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 been, it's been really wonderful to see the different experimentation. Mm -hmm. It's been really wonderful to get the feedback from Alejandro on kind of like the perspective of a gallery owner, like what's working, what are his challenges, what are the things that that you know, we can build as a technology to help make this um, a useful solution for other art galleries. Nice. Do you, like, and this really is a question for like all three of you, do you guys feel like having the Pixel 6 technology enhanced the vibe of the art show? People being able to like interact. Well, that's been the topic, right? So we're kind of, we're kind of digesting that and understanding it. Like I, I want Alejandro to definitely carry that one because you know, we've had so many conversations about it. Not want to speak for your gallery, you know. I think it, it does uh, to an extent, and I think that was the whole idea of it. It's that we wanted to incorporate a little bit. Uh, so Pixel Stick, it's you know, at the end of the day, it's mainly it's a technology company, and the gallery, it's an art gallery. Who traditionally, you know, art galleries are 
art galleries, they some of the most uh, like prehistoric in a sense, you know, they, they always, it seems to be like a model and just continue doing the same thing all over again. So with the new world, the new age and everything surrounding us, we wanted, and that was one of the topics of original conversation with Maddie was about how can we make an art gallery a little bit more interactive? How can we bring a different experience to the collectors, you know, and that's when Pixel Seeker comes in. And I think, you know, overall, we have accomplished that, you know, you can, when you come to see the exhibition we have right now, Zebra to the gallery, you're not going to feel or see it just like a regular exhibition. You know there is something more into it. And that also came around thanks to the works of Jabari, yeah. you know, of like his artwork was really good to be able for us to start trying this. Mm -hmm. Is, are you going to want to include the Pixel 6 technology and more shows than just iBombs' um, solo shows. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, I think it's a great technology. I think what Matt is doing, it's very innovative and it, it just creates a whole different, unique and a different feeling to when you come to the art gallery. I agree. I thought, I mean, I thought it was fun. I like, I like, I obviously have like my own thoughts and digestions from looking at the piece and I pick up on, you know, my own interpretations. But then I think like being able to like tap or scan and like get more of an in-depth thing, it just adds in a sense to my own thought processes on them. Sometimes I'm right. It makes me feel really special. Um, but I, I do think it's, it's fun because we're in a very, very tech world. And, and like you said, the idea of an art gallery is kind of, it's, it's very, it's a very old, yeah. kind of tiny thing and it has to kind of come up with the new technology that's coming out. And that's exactly what we wanted to do. We wanted to incorporate technology to the art without, which was the main part, it was without taking away from the art. Mm -hmm. You know, and that was, I would say, one of the things that Matt said from the beginning until today he still says, mm -hmm. we want our technology to enhance the art but not to take away from it, you yeah. know. And uh, I think we did really good at that one here. You know, I think yeah. at this exhibition, the art, the technology is to complement the exhibition and the art but not to become the first thing. Yeah. Was it hard, like, creating the content for pixel sticks that were to go you know in your pieces and, and on the plaques beside your pieces and was it really hard having to in put in all of those that those videos and you know poems and stuff like that because there's a lot of there's a lot of work in here that needed content for the pixel sticks technology how did you guys handle that so no, it, was, it was definitely <laughs> like like it was a little bit like um, I mean, sometimes there was painting going on, sometimes there were videos getting uploaded, like, we kind of had to, there's a term that we have in my industry of, like, building the ship while it's underway. Mm -hmm. It was a little bit like that, like, we were trying to figure out while he was doing his piece, like, okay, when's the right time to put the technology in there and upload videos, and do you have any previous interviews and things that are meaningful, and, like, what's good and expressive mm -hmm. of the exhibit itself, you know? Sorry for cutting you off there. But uh, yeah, it was, it was kind of like wild. Kind yeah, of... <laughs> I, I imagine. 
Like, was it hard for you, though? Because, like, I feel like as artists who, like, enjoy, like, painting and, and creating in this capacity, the idea of having to create extra content on top of that is sometimes very difficult. Is that a difficulty for you, or do you enjoy that? Um, during the process, yes. But in, like, hindsight, it is a, it is a bit of a burden to, like, create more content on top of, like, the painting. So he... He took a lot of the content from TikTok because that's how I, mm -hmm. while I'm doing the paintings, like I'm always cataloging or mm -hmm. um, keeping track of what I'm doing with the ref with the photos. So putting those videos together, it gave us a lot of content to just pull from, and that was a lot of what made it so easy to add it onto it afterwards. Mm -hmm. so. That's like interesting you say that too, is because a lot of your art gets poems that are attached mm -hmm. to them. Is like, is that difficult for you? Or do you, in a sense, enjoy that aspect of it? Because, I mean, writing's not as easy, you know, it's not as easy as people think it is. <laughs> I definitely, um, I enjoy it, but it, it has its time frame, so it doesn't automatically come to me. Mm -hmm. It's, um, afterwards I have to sit and look at the piece and see what it's, you know, see what I'm actually trying to say to other people so it makes sense, and then designate the time to doing the writings, so. Okay. It normally happens at the end. Interesting. Okay. So let's talk just a little bit more about this newest show um, that you've had. Um, how is this show, in a sense, different than some of your other solo shows? Because, like I said to you, you know, before when we were viewing it, I go, I feel like this is the most, like, honest and raw that we've ever mm. seen you. Mm. Um, I feel like it's a little bit different because I, I figured out how to, how to throw punches with art. In okay. a sense. So I guess that's why it comes off like that. Like being a lot more intentional or intelligent with what I'm trying to, okay. what I'm putting out there. Yeah, I remember you, you were explaining too that this is the most concise um, like theme and message you've had. Mm -hmm. um, and that you were really able to, you know, keep, keep the theme and the message going throughout everything. Mm -hmm. Instead of kind of getting a little distracted, really? I guess I'll say. Really? And it's just um, finding yourself, finding your center, or finding my center as a, as a young man, like as I was doing the Be Kind to Yourself Young Man Showcase, the first one mm -hmm. at the gallery. It was just cartoons and it's sporadic. It felt like, um, I say robot chicken, how it's just like cutting from channel to channel to channel to channel. But with this one, it's a little bit like a documentary. So it's like... Okay, yeah. Mm. I'm looking around now in a different way because it's interesting it's like it's like a documentary and yeah you see that you see how like that bit of information then kind of allows your perspective to change. to change and then you're able to kind of see the pieces through the lens of yeah what his intention is right that's so valuable and i think that's one of the things that we're so passionate yeah. about is how do we how do we how do we draw how, how, do, how do we paint that for you mm -hmm. in a conceptual way you know using his media yeah Right? I'm still thinking about this show, like, by the way, like, I went home and I literally had the, like, wildest dreams, like, this, like, real, like, you know, like, I'm, I'm not trying to, like, you know, like, no, but this you. is, like, really was, like, one of my, like, favorite shows, thank I was you. just, like, thank you, you know, like, it took so. some work to get here, but overall, I think we all will say we're very pleased yeah. about it you know I hope I'm not speaking for everybody but yeah. uh, you know overall really really loved the 
the show and exactly all the pieces that ca- how mm-hmm. they came up together. Do you ever get like really like distracted while you're like just here sitting here and you're going about your your daily you know tasks here? Do you ever just kind of like get sit here and like kind of get like lost in digesting things? Oh, absolutely. There probably might be a day that you walk it by or you walk in and you literally will just see me with a chair in front of an art piece. You know, I tend to do that. I just like sit sometimes in front of the artwork and just immerse myself into it. Yeah, I imagine I wouldn't get I wouldn't get any work done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I probably would. I'd, they'd be like, "What'd you get done today?" And I'm like, "Nothing. Absolutely nothing." What limitations, though, did you have in creating this, this, this show? Um, because like I said, I think it's very honest, it's very raw, but it's also very mature. Mm-hmm. So did you experience any limitations where you were just kind of like, I don't know if this is going to work? Or were you, in a sense, scared of how people were going to receive it? I say the, a limitation or... I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a limitation, but just the guiding factor is just being as on, being honest every time I touch the canvas. It's like, don't hide it. Whatever you're trying to say, don't fucking hide it at all. <laughs> it's just like, um, that, that's honestly, it's a, it's a hindrance too because you don't always want to say what you have to say because people will be coming into the gallery that you might be talking about because... Welcome to Ninth Street. Yeah. Because what people don't understand is, like, as a creative, it's like we're still people. We we're inspired by everything that happens, even the negative stuff. So it gets carried over. So being honest with that, that's um, being ready, being prepared for the, I guess you say, like the scuffle or the conversational battles with people. Are you ever like ready to like fight people who might have something negative to say and really not know what they're talking about? Yeah, I have it. It's inside all the time. <laughs> but that's why I paint. So. Do you also feel like because you're like a young like like black man here in the city that like you've had in a sense to fight harder to prove yourself because mm. um, I, I imagine there's going to be some people that have something nasty to say mm. that's that's one of the battles that I actually I've been able to evade pretty easily okay yeah because it's being an african-american in this time it's like you they don't want to basically tell you that you're wrong so I do my best to be right as much as I can because okay there's people out there that are fiending for their own. So interesting. I like that. Um, what do you like? What do you want people to feel in a sense when they look at your art? Like when we walk in here and we see this exhibit, what do you want people to walk away feeling? Like they, like they were able to step into my mind. I think you accomplished that. Yeah. And then, do you feel like the Pixel Sticks technology was able to, like, in a sense, enhance that so people could walk away feeling that? I think it. I think it was a good introduction to a okay. larger vision. Okay. I think. I think there are. I, I think that there. You know, this 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 ability to. To add this layer to visual arts, it actually is a very, very deep, deep pool of capabilities. Mm -hmm. And there have been some communities that have already done some pretty amazing things with that 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 simple ability, right? Um, You know, I think this was the this was us 
taking our first step towards seeing what that looks like and what that's possible. But, you know, Alejandro and I met before I went across the street and, you know, we had a conversation for a good hour and we just were just riffing off each other and like some of the different ways that we can, you know, just make this even deeper, mm-hmm. right? So that, that, that kind of thing gets me excited, you know, for the future. Okay. I mean, I'm excited too. Yeah. You know, let's see what else can can happen. Smoby 2.0. Yeah. Smoby. 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 Okay, now I got that. (laughs) So, I did want to ask, too, is that one of my favorite shows growing up was Avatar The Last Airbender, and we did talk about this briefly, is I saw the koi fish. Mm -hmm. The first thing that popped into my head was this kid watched Avatar The Last Airbender. Yes. Um, And then we talked about, I think you said, Fire Force mm-hmm. was the show, um, and then I did, I can't remember exactly which piece it was, but I picked up just like, I was like, dude, that just, there's a lot of mythology and religion undertones in that, like what, how in a sense did those, obviously the shows you watched as a kid and just your experiences in life really in, in fact, affect you as a person to create, in a sense, these pieces in general, because they're all very you can you can tell that they are very inspired by your experiences, mm-hmm. just walking through life every day. Is this read or studying a little bit of mythology and watching those shows? It just it reminds me that there's humans that are behind all of this stuff. So mm-hmm. like it has to be coming from somewhere. So like figuring out what the source is, which is just internal power and figuring out how that looks manifested on a human body or human form or in terms of a story like revelations or like the end of times like what does that look like for me it's like that's how I can regurgitate somewhat of a biblical description of what's happening inside of myself why did you pick the name um zebra for this show and then why spell it with an x instead of the traditional z well, from the, the last showcase, I noticed that there was a lot of stripes and I had a lot of zebra symbolisms and it wasn't anything intentional then, but I wanted to basically figure out why I did it. So studying myself was the reason that I, I chose the name Zebra and we had sat down like that was the first name I gave and I just ran with it, even if I didn't have ideas to fit up underneath it. But um, the, the spelling of it. I think it's this movie, 300, there's this character, Xerxes, and they spell his name with an X instead of a Z, so I was just fanboying over that a little bit. <laughs> As a Persian, I hate that movie so much. <laughs> I hate it so much. It's, um, but, um, yes, because I, I did pick, I pick up on that. Um, Such a good movie, though. Yeah, stylistically, it's done really well, but as a as Persian, I'm just kind of like, that it's not the way things happen. <laughs> um, but are you talking about the last show that you had at the arts, ex- arts exchange? Yes. Okay, there was a lot of, I'm like, I'm thinking back to that show because we were, we went to that one and I'm like, yeah, there was a lot of stripes. Yeah. Do you think in a sense that like, with each show you do, your paintings are kind of talking to you about the next one or you might be like subconsciously telling yourself the next route for the next show? You'll have to think about that one, because maybe, like, you are. Yeah, you I'm, know? I'm not sure yet. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and then what are we going to see next from you? Because you did speak on your artist talk, um, how you kind of do know where you're going to be going next, whether consciously or subconsciously, you really do seem to know. Um, what is the next thing we're going to see from you? I bomb solo shoot three. <laughs> Which one was that? I bomb solo show number three. <laughs> next month, get it together. Really, I should, should do that fast. But um, I'm working with the Shine Unity project. Okay. Um, me starting a mural over in Child's Park. That'll be the, the very next thing. So that'll be like hopefully within the next five days. I, think. I should oh, be able wow. to start on that. Oh, bless your heart. Got a good it's, line up there. Yeah, yeah it's, it's gonna be hot. Yeah. Oh, I'm ready. Oh, God. Yeah, ready. How do you how do you handle that in a sense working in the heat when you're doing a mural? Mm. It's just I've I've grown up here, so it's just like take off the shirt, get some water, just keep going. I it's, think Zulu painter mentioned he's like once you've reached the threshold, it's just nothing anymore. Yeah, it's just the it feels like practice, um, like football practice. Like you go there, you know you're gonna sweat, so it's just accepting it. Suck it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel that, yeah, most Floridians, yeah, yeah. Uh, just suck it up. <laughs> um, all right, Alejandro. Yes. What is your favorite piece from his solo show? This most recent one. Oh, no way I can answer that. <laughs> you know, it's really hard, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And, and I don't mean it as like I can't answer it because politically it's not the right answer. I just can't pinpoint just at one no, because, yeah. for example, uh, the two murals that Ivoms did to the show that have the pixel stick technology, they are so different, they're so unique, you know, like one of the things we, we said from the beginning, it's for the first time somebody literally uh, can buy a mural from Ivoms, you yeah. know, before you could only admire at the murals around town, now for the first time you can have a mural in your home. You know, so we love those ones, but then also a lot of like the fire pieces, they're just very captivating and the messages behind. But then at the same time, uh, even the sketches, you know, the drawings. Uh, I, one of the things that I love the most about the drawings in general, that's why we always, we did it last year and we incorporated them again this year. It's that the sketches, they give you a brief introduction into Ibom's head about how his entire thought process goes mm -hmm. from there to then seeing literally the works hanging on the on the walls, you know. So all the way from there to like the paintings to the murals, I just love all of them. Yeah, I I like to say that like Raingasm is like my per, like my personal. I just I love that one. It's just very. It's like. It very it smacks you in the face. It, it makes, smacks you in the face. It makes you blush a little bit. But then I, it's it's really hard to like be like, oh yeah, that's definitely my favorite. Because you look over at this one where it's the infinity symbol, you know, and then this one, it's like it it looks like it's on fire over here. Yeah. And then I go over here and I'm looking at you know this whole wall. I can't pick a favorite on that wall. I would and say I'm not the only one that, that I can't no, pick one. No, like it's, <laughs> yeah, it's not, it really isn't being politically correct. It's, you literally can't pick a favorite. And the things like every artwork, they have like uh, their story behind, their meaning behind, you know. And uh, that has always been one of the most captivating things about uh, Ibom's work. 
it's that when you look at it, you know, you say he's a very talented artist, but then if you dig a little bit more into it and you find out what it means, the work, you know, it, it takes you to a whole different level mm -hmm. because now you see the work not only in a different way, but you get to, at least for a little bit, see it like under Ibon's eyes, like through his eyes. The thought that just popped into my head is you're obviously very young mm -hmm. um, and, you know, not to kind of, you know, be like, oh, when you're older, you know, but <laughs> we really are watching you on this journey of like self-discovery, not only as an artist, but also just as a man. Mm -hmm. And so seeing you, let's say 10 years from now is going to be very interesting because we really are on this like journey of self-discovery with you through your art. Thank you. You know, it's like next year's art show is probably going to be a little bit more mature because you're 23. Yeah. And with 23 comes a whole new set of experiences Definitely. that you're going to have. Um, so it, we are in a sense, we're growing up with you, even though some of us might be, you know, much more grown up, <laughs> much older uh, than you are right now. Yeah. Um, and then Matt, hmm. what is one artist that you really, really want to work with that we might see some of the Pixel Sticks technology coming to soon? Because there's a whole plethora of artists that I'm pretty sure you haven't gotten to work with yet that you're just kind of like, let me add them. Um, I'd love to definitely explore, you know, collaborating, collaborating with Jabari more. Mm -hmm. I think that... I think that his art style is kind of in line with kind of where we want to go. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, in a conversation we were having today, Alejandro, um, you know, Eric Lee out of Chicago feels like someone that I think that we're going to be working with a little bit more. Okay. Um, just because he also has a very um, intentional kind of like. Um, intellectual whimsical element to his work and I think that also aligns up well with what we do we're kind of there to kind of give you that 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 box of magic you know if you're if you're interested in finding one right um, but despite the artists like I think we're we're also just really interested in taking our platform and seeing it used for more kind of entertainment in nondescript urban places um, okay. so you're gonna see a lot more of that um, you're going to see a lot more of, of, of our technology being used to kind of blend the performing arts and the visual arts more. So that was really popular in Flint um, on a, for a couple of consecutive years. There's a project here in St. Petersburg called the Murals on Mind, which is uh, just right now getting underway. That is all about, um, I think it's going to be available in February, but it's all about... Um, you know, giving the gift of like like healing to people that want to experience a performing arts experience in front of a mural. Um, we're doing that with the Sean and the St. Pete Art Alliance right now. Nice. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like your technology is a lot more, and I'll use better suited that phrase loosely, for like people, for artists that do have that more like whimsical storytelling, um, just like touch to their art? Yeah, I mean, if there's, if there's, if, I mean, it's, it's, so, so if we kind of look at pop art, 
Mm-hmm. And we were talking about this earlier, right? So if we look at pop art from the Andy Warhol days, right? You know, it's like here is a you know tomato can, right? Because that's now a uh, a part of our lives on shelves or Coke cans or Pepsi cans. Here's here is commercialism completely injected into our lives. So here's art trying to replicate that in the mm-hmm. way art does. We're bringing that aspect to the arts world. We're like. The, the notion that social media and the internet and content and all of the videos that people are taking to document their lives, we're figuring out how to incorporate that into art as its own type of pop art expression. Okay. Right? So you're going to see a lot more of that um, because that's where we kind of see ourselves most inspired. And, 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 and I, don't, I mean, I guess we talked about landscape artists today. Like that's a form of art that doesn't really feel like it has anything to do with pixel sticks. Yeah. But, um, and maybe it's more of the street art kind of vibe where people are like, hey, listen, I want to, you know, I'm, I'm happy to put my work, you know, in a gallery setting or I'm happy to put it in an alley. Um, I don't really know. You'll have to kind of stay tuned, right? Yeah. Yeah. Go on the journey. How does it feel to know that Jason Skelton has one of your pieces? Uh, he's been the homie for a while. Yeah. We've, um, he actually, he's got me, like, I wouldn't say to this point, but he's definitely increased the the frequency that I create. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Are we going to see a collab between you two soon? Because it just yeah. popped into my head, and it's an amazing idea. It's very likely. <laughs> it's very likely. Yeah. One, yes. One yeah, we actually talked about it. About I want to see it. Yeah. I, as the consumer, demand it. But no, it's, oh. it's pretty dope. I, I didn't know that he was gonna he was gonna buy that piece. So. I'm sorry. Cool. Like I came in here and we were like. Is that I was like fangirling just a little bit. Um, yeah, we've talked about doing a, uh, in the near future, hopefully, a show of eye bombs yeah. and scale. Yes. Mad geniuses right here. Um, because, like, you, your two styles are very similar, yeah. but also vastly very different. Right. And it would be a nice kind of, like, a... It's some great energy. Yeah. Because, yeah. again, like, similar but ex- extremely different. You know, yin and yang. Um, well, anywho, I'm here for it. I will be asking you when it's happening. <laughs> demand it. I demand it. Um, alrighty, I moms. I think you have the hardest thing or question. I'm so sorry. Um, sorry, not sorry. If you had to paint one last piece, who would receive it? And this could be, you know. You only have a certain amount of days to live and you need to create one last piece or you decided you're hanging up your paintbrushes forever and you don't want to create art anymore. Oh, thank you. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't, I don't know. Um, I'd probably, I'd probably do something strange, like dedicated to like just energy and then, you know, burn it and as I'm leaving. So it like dissipates with me or something like that. Very metaphysical of you. I love it. Probably like a, a car or something. Like, I want to ride this vehicle out of here. So. <laughs> but could, would you TikTok it before so I could put it on a piece later? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's we, like he knew he was going to die. He knew it. It's like, yes, we know. Everybody I, knows. I, I think that that's probably been one of my favorite answers because I think most people, they like they do take it kind of literal and they, they dedicate to a wife or you know a child. Which is, those aren't bad answers. Mm-hmm. I've given everybody pieces of Anything more, and it just being selfish. <laughs> like, let me have something at the end. 
So perfect. Thank you guys so much for giving me a little bit of uh, your time to talk about, you know, the shows and like your gallery and your technology. Um, it's been it's been delightful. Yeah, of course. You know? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I will be waiting for that scale versus eyeball. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. And well, we'll have the show for the rest of the month for July. Yes, so all of July. More than free to come by. See it again. Make sure you guys do come by because if you have not seen it yet, um, you're really you're missing out on something. Um, it's going to be a lot of really great sleepless nights thinking about this show. Oh, that's Thank wonderful you. to hear. <laughs> Thank you so much. We will have with our local artists and business owners. For some fun behind the scenes, follow us on Instagram at Good Morning St. Pete. We hope you all have a fun day and remember to always go.